Let's hug everybody. It's Keep Up with Stove Insane. And I'm back for another episode. Episode 7. So here we go. Here we go. You know the format. You get four topics. What the fuck did I say? What the fuck did I just hear? What the fuck did I just see? And what the fuck did I just hear? Now also, like I said, they don't sound that much different, but they are. Watch is something I purposely wanted to watch. See is something I just saw. Sorry, didn't mean to see it, but I saw it. Here is totally different also. I wanted to listen to that. I wanted to keep up with what was going on. And uh, say is something that someone said, or mostly what I said. Anything that I could quote myself or something dumb someone said in my life, I will bring it to you on this show. Fuck, did I just watch? All right, Joel, you fucked up a little bit. You didn't say what the fuck, but I let it rock. It's okay. So right now, our first topic is uh, the great Jane Fonda. I just started watching Grace and Frankie. I don't know what took me so long, but the show is hilarious. It has Martin Sheen, Steve Waterman from Law and Order and the Newsroom, Lily Tomlin, legendary. Like I said, Jane Fonda, legendary. Barefoot in the Park, one of the first plays I ever uh, read in my drama class. Yes, I used to do acting. Still love acting. Who knows? Maybe get into it one day again. Never too late for things. You know, Tosh P. Henson, she got her first acting gigs in her late 30s. So it's always inspirational to hear that kind of stuff. People living longer. Okay. So um, the reason why I mention this is because I'm actually like a little bit of a fan of Megan Kelly. I think that she's very bold in what she does. Um, I think there's a lot of American journalists like her um, that are men and they do very successful. So I don't agree with her politics ever. Of course, she was on Fox News. So I never really agree with what she says. And she was a litigator, too. She was an actual lawyer. So whenever people talk about the law and they try to correct her, I'm like, you're stupid. So recently, she she got she gets really indignant. And sometimes she is stupid, actually. Like, one time she was, like, arguing with a little kid about Santa Claus being black. And that Santa Claus was white. And that there was no argument to it. A fictional fucking character. Nice. So anyway, she went, um, she asked like really ridiculous questions of uh, Jane Fonda and Jane Fonda wasn't having it. That you said you felt, you're not proud to admit that you've had work done. Why not? We really want to talk about that. (laughs) As someone who's been in the jock jock industry for a while, I mean, Megyn Kelly, she's not shock jock. So I don't understand why she needed to act that. She's a regular journalist. She's on NBC. She used to be on Fox, like I said. So that was weird. That was a little weird. And what's even more weird is that she brought her Fox News tactics to NBC, acting all ratchet. The moral indignation is a little much. She put her plastic surgery out there. She said she wanted to discuss the plight of older women in America. And honestly, she has no business lecturing anyone on what qualifies as offensive. Damn, girl, that is a cat fight. Wow, meow, meow, meow. Woof. So, Megyn Kelly, I don't know if you know what journalism is, but, you know, it's a little little out there now. Like, people, it's a little muddled. 
people don't really know what that is. But it's bringing information. It's bringing facts. It's not getting offended by somebody that was offended by your interview. Jane Fonda talked about this interview that happened in September 2017. Happened last fall. And Megyn Kelly was so butthurt that she had to talk about it later. That someone wasn't keen on her interview skills. Talking about something totally irrelevant. Yeah, she's talking about women's beauty and shit like that. But to be honest, it doesn't matter what kind of plastic Jane Fonda stretches over her face. She looked better than you, bitch. What the fuck did I just see? Oh, man. I fucking just saw a huge car crash from one of the best car scenes I've ever seen in my life. Kill Bill 1 and 2. There was a sequence in those movies with Uma Thurman. She played Beatrice. And uh, she got into this huge car crash. But before that, she had been molested and raped by Harvey Weinstein. So he's becoming the new T-R-U-M-P on my show, unfortunately. But um, the Me Too movement is big, and Harvey Weinstein is the father of it, along with Alyssa Milano and Rose McGowan. But um, that's really sad. And, it, and I remember when the Me Too movement was first happening, and they asked Uma... Uh, what she thought and she said she was too angry too angry to even speak about it now damn this all all this bandwagon thing going on that's surprising so it was it's pretty valid what Uma's saying Uma like I said she said she got raped twice by Harvey Weinstein and then when she tried to have a tried to suggest having a stuntman do the 40 miles per hour for the car scene that she was doing in Mexico but it was supposed to be of California they wouldn't let her. Quentin Tarantino convinced her to get in the car and she badly injured her knee and neck. And for 15 years, Harvey Weinstein would not let her get the footage. That is some fucked up shit. Now, Maureen Dowd, she helped her write this New York Times article and this piece and Quentin Tarantino sanctioned it. But now people are coming after Quentin Tarantino because they're saying that in the article he choked her and he spit on her and I read the article and I read Quentin Tarantino's piece and I'm not gonna lie um, the actor that, that played um, the guy with oh man I forgot he has the eye patch they said that he was gonna spit on her and Quentin Tarantino said that they had a working relationship that where he felt more comfortable doing that to her and the choking it was, had something to do with a news thing. And Uma stands by him. Uma said that, like, you know, this was definitely going to uh, put a stain on him. But, like, he was fully aware and he was very brave to let that go down just so that she could tell her story. And to this day, they're both standing towards each other. They said there was a rift for a long time because of the incidents that happened. Um, Harvey Weinstein clearly was trying to win an insurance battle with this chick. And on top of that, all the nasty things he had done to her, he figured that that was just a mountain. And this this guy, now we see what kind of monster he is. So that's crazy. Totally crazy. In the article, she said even the CAA agency, her talent agency, tried to get in on the cover-up. His producers, Bennett Walsh and Lawrence Bender, were in on the cover-up too. Tried to get rid of her tape. Quentin Tarantino found it. And now she's a little vindicated and we're all better for it thank you Uma thank you thank you what the fuck did he just say Twitter has some really really funny things to say all the time and one of my friends actually always comes up 
with cool quotes. I mentioned his name. It's his fake name, Daniel Rawl. He's gay. And uh, he was like one of the most uh, visibly gay people I remember in high school, to be honest. Uh, in the 90s and the late 2000s. Before Matthew Shepard, gay was not in. I'm sorry. Gay is in now. Gay is trending. It's on the rise. It's here to stay. In the 90s, it wasn't so much. It wasn't so much. So it was cool, it was cool, and it was great to see some education, try to get social, uh, the atmosphere pumping. So he's one of my favorite guys on Twitter, and what did he say? He said, does running out of patience, fucks, and money count as exercise? Now, he's copied people before and not credited them, I'll give you that. So it was good, it was funny to me, but who knows if he copied it from somewhere else. Nobody loves to give credit where credit is due. As a matter of fact, I just got into this argument right now, right now, with a college colleague of mine. I, I consider him a friend. I don't, I don't think he really does. You know, whatever. But um, so on Facebook, he was trying to say that Pharrell wasn't even in the stratosphere of Timberland, and I loved him. Timberland is actually my favorite producer of all time. And they were talking about the JT album, maybe. Maybe he got a little out of hand because, you know, JT's my dude. Timbaland's my dude. And to be honest, Pharrell's my dude, too. This guy that I argue with, it get, it does get personal. It does. And I'm not going to lie. I'll bring it there every once in a while because this guy knows how to get out of my skin. This guy tries to chastise information, tries to make everything rudimentary because he can't win a fucking argument. So he tries to like go on tangents and try to poke holes on things you weren't even really arguing about. You were arguing about something else. And if he doesn't have people patting his back, it's not really an argument to him. It's something that he thinks he can laugh at people. Fuck it. So if you're going to laugh at me, I'm going to come at your little puny ego. How about that? So we're still friends, but fuck you for trying to like, you know, trying to make people look dumb and make it seem like you're the only motherfucker with music. But I digress. So, I definitely ran around with giving a fuck on that one. And I definitely give more credence to people than they deserve. I definitely argue with people that don't need to be argued with. This guy is a smart guy. I, I consider him a peer. Pretty intelligent. Very successful, too. If I didn't think he was intelligent, I could definitely rest on the case that he is definitely successful. He's been a director Many marketing uh, firms and in-house uh, companies. He's the man. He's the man. But on several occasions, he's done me dirty. Like one time, I tried to meet up with him, and he uh, he was like, "Oh, let's meet at this pizza parlor near the near the bus station." Okay, cool. Don't want to give me time. I've been in media a long time. I've been trying to break ground, and I've done so in different areas. But one time, he had an in at an internship, a media internship. Comedy Central, and he gave it to his friend, who's a half-ass friend, who was a kinesiology major, and on top of that, right now, is selling life insurance, so he didn't do anything with that opportunity. I tried to get on the board of trustees for this thing that he knew about, that he knew a friend, wouldn't budge, didn't, like, barely spoke to me as if he barely knew me, so to be honest, like, when he says there must be something personal, yeah, there is something personal. If you're not co-signing someone else's idea or someone's not jerking you off, telling you, oh, oh yeah, you're great. Everything about your opinion is great. It might as well be a fact. I don't get down like that. And the fact that I don't get down like that, 
he, like I said, he tries to belittle my information, and he don't get no information himself. I love when people try to come at Wikipedia as if, like, that's not a source. It's a fucking source! Yeah, other people write on it and shit like that, but, like, Wikipedia is very accurate. I'm sorry, I know that you can rewrite on it, but it's pretty accurate. So let me get off this fucking rant as I uh, run out of money. And um, I use my mouth for the exercise, running my fucking mouth. But um, as a matter of fact, I'm running time. I'm running out of time for this episode. So this is one of the shorter episodes because the last episode was kind of long, and today's a long day. And I guess there's not that much trending anymore. No, I'm joking. Um, I'm still insane. Like I said, you can catch me on Twitter. You can catch some outrageous things. Um, if you want to catch me arguing with this motherfucker, you can catch me on Facebook, uh, Instagram. I haven't posted in a little while, but I will be traveling soon. Um, I'm trying to get to Arizona next month. And uh, in the next month or near the end of April, I'm trying to go to the Philippines. My good friend, uh, Mark, I mentioned his name because we're going to be collaborating together. Um, and my friend, whatever, fuck it, my friend Amy, she'll be coming with me as well. That'll be really fun. That'll be my first time in Asia. Really, really excited about that. Um, I saw Broke Down Palace, so everybody knows I love weed, but I don't love it enough to get arrested for life. So that's that's not happening. I'll be looking through my bag, making sure I take everything out. I don't even want like residue of anything on there. So um, yeah, for those will be my travels. Will be my next adventures. So shut the fuck up, listen up, and keep up. Still been saying, I'm outie, homies. Mm-hmm.